Thank you for joining me for your weekly edition of Housing Crisis Update, where I read the news so you don't have to. It's the 10th of January, I'm David Murphy. On Saturday, Mary Birmingham at the Cork.ie reports the sale of a NAMA site near the city has raised hackles, with Ted Tynan of the Workers' Party calling it the wrong decision. The city councillor said the sale of 43 acres near Douglas to Glen Vey would net the company revenues of upwards of €84 million Euro at a time when the provision of genuinely affordable public housing should be the priority. Councillor Tynan said NAMA should not be acting like a private company but should instead be instructed by government to make significant land banks available to local authorities. A Dublin councillor has called for more ambitious measures to tackle Dublin's housing crisis, including the compulsory purchase of vacant sites like Player Wills on South Circular Road. Labour councillor Rebecca Moynihan went on to claim that the private housing market is being dominated by speculators building mansions for the rich. Staying in the capital, residents local to Oscar Trainer Road have expressed their frustration at what they call serious delays in the development of a large site owned by Dublin City Council, which residents say is plagued by illegal dumping and malicious fires. The 17-hectare site has been slated for development for four years, however, no developer has been found to start the work. This is despite an estimate given in May 2017 by then Housing Minister Simon Coveney that construction would begin in the second half of 2019. And on Sunday, John Lee at Extra.ie reports on a rift between Housing Minister Owen Murphy and Antishuk Leo Varadkar. In a bit of palace intrigue, Cabinet colleagues have briefed that Minister Murphy's handling of the housing crisis is said to be causing concern over at the Chas Mahal, with Antishuk said to be worried the embattled Housing Minister's performance reflects directly on him, announcing initiatives too early, re-announcing policies and failing to identify and deliver successes are some of the problems with Owen Murphy's performance, identified by the unnamed source, who said there have been other announcements, like the strengthening of the Residential Tenancy Board, which just haven't happened. The source went on to call him a good time Charlie. The news comes as Fianna Gael get ready for a cabinet reshuffle and an election likely to take place in 2020, and come to terms with the certainty that the housing crisis will not be resolved by that time. Laura Larkin at the Indo reports a rebuttal from Antishuk the following day, who rejected speculation that his relationship with Housing Minister Owen Murphy had soured, taking time out from a week-long jaunt to Africa, the Fine Gael leader denied that his confidence had been shaken in the Dublin-based South TD, saying, I really don't know where this is coming from. Uh, that'd be your colleagues, Leo. Ronan Duffy at Journal.ie reports on the latest figures from IBEC which show Ireland doesn't have enough experienced construction workers to meet government construction targets. In 2016, the business group said that up to 100,000 workers would be needed to meet the targets, but only 26,000 have been added in that time. Additionally, the number of workers on the live register formerly in craft or related sectors numbers only 33,000. The organisation went on to add to calls for mass inward migration to make up for the shortfall. Meanwhile, at the Indo, Gavin McLaughlin reports on the number of builders going insolvent, which increased by almost half in the last year. Deloitte attributed the losses to the rising cost of labour and materials, along with the collapse of Carillion, a major UK builder. Dr Vittorio Bufacci, writing for the RTE website's Ella section, gets philosophical as he makes the case for a more nuanced Irish attitude to property. Perhaps it's a lingering aftermath of 800 years of British oppression and colonialism, says Bufacci, but Ireland has a profoundly unhealthy understanding of private property, thinking of it as our private fiefdom. Any interference by third parties, including the state, is perceived as the essence of social injustice. He says this gives too much power to wealthy individuals and financial institutions. Staying with RT's coverage on Monday, Michal Lahan reports on a gentleman's agreement between three TDs and KVC Bank. The bank had been a client of GS agencies and un 
unlicensed security firm run by ex-British soldier Ian Gordon. The firm carried out a violent eviction near Strokestown in December which caused a national scandal. Independent TD Matty McGrath said that without putting words in the bank's mouth, he believes it will not take similar action in the future. However, representatives from the bank did not appear to confirm this. The meeting followed from a well-publicised sit-in at one of the bank's offices in Dublin before Christmas. And topping off a very busy start to the week, former chair of the housing agency Connor Skeen used his appearance on Clare Byrne Live on Monday night to heavily criticise the housing charity sector and repeat his claim that the level of homelessness in Ireland is normal. Reacting to Skeen's comments, Focus Ireland's Director of Advocacy Mike Allen told the journal.ie it's hard to work out what Skeen was trying to say. In a similar exchange last year, Allen pointed to Finland as contradicting Skeen's claims that homelessness could not be ended. The Nordic country has all but ended homelessness by eliminating nearly every shelter, an emergency accommodation unit turning instead to supported housing units with independent flats for tenants. And that concludes your weekly housing crisis update. If you'd like to receive the regular housing crisis update podcast, just go to murphythejournalist.com forward slash podcast and click subscribe. Or follow me on Twitter at Murphy the Journal or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Murphy the Journal.